0: At this very moment, right now, you could be embarking on a voyage of discovery and profound personal change. Instead, you're listening to the Thinking Hardly podcast. Hello? Hello? Hey. You guys hello. there? Hello. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How you guys doing?
2: doing well, <laughs> thank you. Good. The beginning of every episode is the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Bobby, when we were scheduling this, we were trying to figure out when to do this, because I got a book club tomorrow and we're going to run into it. And you said, no, you said Saturday's perfect because you think the timing will be great. So, <laughs> yeah. have you seen <laughs> the latest I, news?
0: I, I did.
1: Yeah, he just said that. Yeah, like three minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, New York Times and CNN, I guess, I don't know who uh, everybody, yeah, I it, imagine, yeah. has declared that Joseph R. Biden Jr. is the next president of the United States. I'm sure Trump's not done with this yet, but that's the latest news.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was pretty surprising to actually finally see, like, uh, you know, uh, some of the kind of Republican leaders, you know, fall back and and kind of give up on the Trump thing. I don't know. I I wasn't sure what to expect there, but I guess they got what they really needed out of them. Like,
1: (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Supreme
0: Court and hundred like over a hundred you know court nominations yeah that we've been talking
2: about this a lot and um i ah, man that echo is still there um i mean yeah i think it's not worth it for them it seems like uh they i do think they pretty much got what they needed out of trump and at this point it's like you know it's biden and uh Republican Senate, unless, unless Democrats win both Georgian Senate uh, elections, which I don't think is going to happen.
1: Seems unlikely, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they're barely going to a runoff in the first place. And, you know, Ossoff's not a, not exactly a proven winner.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think the odds are great for For the Democrats in the Senate. Not impossible.
2: But I I would say probably not.
1: Yeah. So Trump, so the next phase of this will be, I don't think this really changes anything, right? In terms of Trump's strategy.
2: Uh, Well, that's the thing is I think it's just going to be a drawn out process of the same conversations happening while we watch all these court processes go through. And it seems to me that no one's really interested in doing any of this stuff. Like n- none of the courts, the, the, the most sort of, I guess, friendly thing to Trump that's happened so far is them saying, yes, we well, do have to separate the, you know, mail-in votes in Pennsylvania that, that arrived late. Uh, which
1: they were already doing.
2: Which they were already doing. They didn't stop the count. They didn't do anything.
1: They didn't include those in the count. Yeah. Did you know that?
2: Yeah. Well, they. I know there's still absentee ballots to do as well for like military and overseas. Yeah. Voters. But
1: which, the ones that the ones that they sequestered that arrived after election day but postmarked before that were in that window that are you know the question is whether. I guess whether the Secretary of State has or whoever it is has the power to to make that call. They had sequestered those, and they said they're not including those in the tally. I mean, they're they're counting them, but they're not including them in, in the readout to the you know to to everybody about what the votes are. So they're not baked into the votes that we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. And the other the other minor victory he got what was that oh the uh, the Republicans. Uh, I could have a little more access or something to the to the counting process.
2: Yeah, observers, which I think was already part of the deal. Um, I don't know; it was probably just like an extent type thing. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. So, your take on this is that there's not a lot of enthusiasm on the on the right, other than other than Trump and his legal team, to try to stir this up. There's a substantial amount of hesitancy. Are you saying the courts are not biting or both?
2: I think both. I think the thing is that I think like it doesn't look especially like you'd have to do this in multiple states. Most likely. Um, Because this is him winning without Arizona already or Nevada. Right. Right. Yeah. That's why they called it.
1: Yeah. It Arizona and Pennsylvania. If, he, if he got Arizona and Nevada, he could lose Pennsylvania and he'd still be at two seventy. Yeah, that's the he'd thing. Be if, right at two seventy.
2: If he wins both of those, they could flip Georgia back and he would still win. Yeah. And I don't think they're gonna flip Pennsylvania considering now it's it looks like it's over the recount threshold of point five percent. That's what I think people were being really nervous about. I see. And, I mean, it's over that in Arizona, but there's, like, the votes that are coming in are apparently from areas that lean Trump slightly. So, you know, Fox apparently called that for Biden, and then they were, like, really nervous. Like, everyone was just like, what do we do? Because they don't really know. It doesn't seem like that was, you know, a sure thing by the time they called it.
1: Mm. Yeah. A little early. So you guys have been talking about this, and your view is that the Republicans got what they needed from Trump, and so now it's just like they're not all that—they're not all that thrilled about uh, burning karma on trying to protect Trump.
0: Right. I would say so. Yeah, I was I, I, that's partially yeah. it. at this point. It looks like it. Yeah. I
2: also think that. If you look at 2000, which is like the last example of this kind of thing, that, uh, or at least the last relevant example of this kind of thing, that was one state where it was incredibly close, and there were issues with the count. You know, like yeah. big issues that you could easily, like anyone could understand. And that's a lot easier of a task to just you're basically attacking one thing there. Yeah. Trump has to like fight like a multi-front war now basically and it's clear that he's doing it pretty much on his own
1: yeah and the, and the, the broader you get with the whatever the criticism is like you know there's like the 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 process is screwed up or or mail-in votes are you know potentially fraudulent like whatever he says the problem is that that applies in the states where he's leading not just the states where he's losing it becomes more i think it becomes much more difficult to to sustain a you know sort of to get people to buy it you know it just becomes like I, and maybe no one's buying it anyways because you you know it's trump and so you don't really expect it to necessarily be logical or rational or anything else um but this is he may be this may be too much to swallow i don't know
2: i think i think a lot of people are going to buy it um, but it's, it's going to be, you know, it's not convincing to people who don't, who aren't already ready to buy it. And I think he did do the proper, I guess, groundwork, <clears throat> um, by, you know, saying don't vote by mail and then saying, oh, look, all the mail-in votes, they're leading super democratic. Yeah. Like that, I think is at least enough. For him to try to make that argument, it's just not one that like legally is going to work.
1: Do you think? It'll be interesting to see what Billy thinks about this. Also, do you think that the Republicans have just they they see that it's that's he's not likely to prevail, and this and and this is it. They they they've been ready to wash their hands of Trump. Or do you think it really doesn't have anything to do with that? They got what they needed. It's not. It's not that they, you know, wish Trump that that he's going to fail. It's just like we have to move on now, and and you know, good, good, good for us. I mean, well, to this point, do
2: they I think, care? Well, I think they kind of care. I mean, I think it's. It, I think it's probably not. It's probably overly simplistic to say that they were just like waiting for their opportunity to do this
1: yeah
2: um, it's more that I think now he's more of a liability than a yeah a, exactly. a, a big sort of plus to them like the the big plus that he is is that he drives all these voters that just care about him yeah I yeah. feel
0: like they they think they can do better um, and I think that's right I think they can do with somebody who isn't as, um, who doesn't rock the boat as much in terms of, I don't know, somebody who can kind of fly more under the radar of a lot of, uh, the people who, you know, were really kind of driven crazy by Trump. Um, yeah. Can you hear me all right now? Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Look in the way for me. So,
1: Yeah. You yeah. can move up a little bit on your mic, but we'll bring you. We'll bring the gain up afterwards. It's not. A, it's not a problem. Don't. Don't fuss too much about it.
0: Okay, I'm I, just trying to find a sweet spot so I'm not actually <laughs> catching. Uh, yeah. Bobby's echo here.
1: Yeah. Well, no worries. <clears throat> it'll be okay. Um, it's just us. This isn't professional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Our,
1: so I was listening to Ben Shapiro, which I now do. He's one of my favorite people to listen to just because I like to listen to it. <laughs> Gina heard him. And she's like, that guy talks really fast. <laughs>
2: That's I, the entire appeal.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he was getting a little hot under the collar about people like jumping the gun on calling the election, which is interesting given what just happened. You know, and so he's like, yeah, we, yeah. All need, he's like we all need to take a chill pill. And then he got re- – listen to this. He got really <laughs> – you get really hot under the collar about Germany. <laughs> Check it out. Hmm. The rush that you're getting from various members of the media going to foreign countries and saying, look how humiliated America is. In the-. Like, wh- Why in the world would I care what the Germans think of our election? The only reasons they can even hold elections is because we gave them elections. If it were not for us, elections would not be a thing in Germany. So I'm really not interested in hearing from the German government exactly what they think of our free and fair elections here in the United States. <laughs> okay. All right, Bye.
0: Get them, Ben.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's telling everybody to take a chill pill, and then it's like he's—I don't know what he's going. <laughs> I don't care what Germany says, anyways.
2: <laughs> that is pretty funny.
1: Yeah. he's great to listen to. <laughs> if you need a laugh, I mean, a lot of what he says makes a lot of sense, and I've seen now. I've listened to only like two episodes, and it's there's to me at least in these two episodes, there's a pattern. So I don't, you know, I don't dig the policies that he digs. But, he, you know, this, a lot of the stuff he says is is a logically constructed position. And then always it's like three things. And then the third one, he just goes completely off the rails. I mean, he, he builds a straw man, you know, like the Democrats yeah. are saying this. And it's like, OK, the people are saying that might be Democrats, but the Democrats are actually not saying that. So that's yeah, he, that's
2: you know. I mean, I think that's the main tool that like the sort of Republican media uses. If you look historically, like, you know, saying Obama is like a communist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're, I mean, I guess probably both sides are, you know, if you had to produce a show every day that's an hour long or two hours long or something like that, I mean, it gets difficult if you're going to stick to logic and stuff. So creating a straw man or straw person or whatever they say now is probably an easy way to, you know, to have whatever argument you want to have. You're having an argument against something ridiculous, which is usually, a you know, an easy argument to win. So all you have to do is come right. up with something ridiculous to argue against. Anyways, so I was, I was like stepping back and looking at things and um, there's sort of two things that struck me. One is that, you know, the house didn't do great. Right. The House of Representatives didn't do well. And the Senate, the Senate wasn't a wasn't as bad a disaster. But the House of Representatives was, uh, you know, I think this might be uh, it might be it for Pelosi. I don't know. But um, they they, they, so far they're down four seats. You know, I mean, it's, it's like it's not good. It's not good. So I'm trying to understand. Right. Trump didn't he did better than he was supposed to do but he didn't prevail but the but the but the republicans are actually gaining seats in the house so what does that mean
2: i think it shows you the strength of joseph biden as a candidate for down ballot uh tickets you know what i mean
1: yeah that's, i think that's exactly right
2: it's like having an empty seat there it works really great against trump not really. I mean, it doesn't even work great against Trump, but it 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 did the job. It was better than Hillary Clinton versus Trump. Yeah, he, he wasn't as tainted by you know his reputation as Hillary Clinton was.
1: Well, we've got a little more experience with Trump yeah, now, you exactly. know, in the driver's seat and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. you can't, you know. I think that I mean I think logically what it means, and I maybe maybe I'm wrong about the logic here, but. I think what it means is there are people who voted down ballot for Republicans and either didn't vote for Trump, left it blank, or voted for Joe Biden. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if if that's true, this is really – I think this is really bad news for the Democrats. Right? I think this means that there's a chunk of the country, maybe like half of the country, that really did prefer how things were going under Trump, except for the coronavirus you know, the Venn diagram of the coronavirus and Trump's craziness. Maybe it's just coronavirus. I don't know. But there's something specific uh, to Trump that caused people to walk away from him but not walk away from the Republicans. And I, it to me, the federal response to coronavirus true. is a poss- possible thing because you're not going to blame Congress for that.
2: Yeah, honestly, I don't I, – honestly, I don't know that I believe that.
1: Um, well, what is it, what is it that what is it that is um, causing Republicans to vote against Trump? Either leave it blank or vote for Biden. They're not. But,
2: they're not. He won a larger percentage of Republicans this election than in 2016.
1: No, but he didn't win the presidency, and the and the House of Representatives picks up seats. So there's a, there's definitely a gap between how people voted at the top of the ballot and how they voted down ballot. The Republicans
2: who voted. That's what I'm asking. So let me let me back up. Okay. there's a large group of independents that Biden led among. And they were mainly old people. So I think what you're seeing is that this is like the primaries. The mass turn out, but it's for people 45 and up. And if that's the case, this is exactly what you'd expect to see. The independents are more Republican leaning, but they're not in Trump. And and yet he still gets a larger percentage of them for the actual presidential election.
1: I guess what I'm saying, though, regardless of how what, I agree with that, I guess what I'm saying is that had had it not been for Trump, and by that I mean it could be Trump's, you know, Trump's response to the coronavirus or Trump's insane, you know, perceived insane behavior or whatever, you know, something specific to Trump caused people to vote against Trump, whether that's a vote for Biden or no vote at all, and vote for Republican policies, the proxy being the House of Representatives. Th- that, to me, seems like, uh, you know, that's, that is not good news for the Democrats, for the Democratic Party, anyways.
2: I, I think it's almost entirely a po- like a, a function of the Democratic strategy this time, though, which is mm-hmm. to suppress young people, bring out the olds. And when you do that, They're more likely to vote down ballot for, you know, Republican leaning stuff. I mean, there's, there's ticket splitters all over the place, which I don't understand them, but I get it, I guess. Um, you know, in terms of like, I want to, I want to vote for a, 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 I want to balance it so that like the president has a opposing Senate or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think most of those people are old. And the like I was saying, the Democratic strategy was to bring out old people, give up on the Latinos and and I mean really not offer much in terms of like to black voters. And that's also something that you see. Trump gained among those yeah. groups, which is really bad. But yeah, that, like I'm saying, I don't think that's like, oh, you're seeing the country just shift in this Republican direction. What you're seeing is the Democrats consciously take a position that ignores those people that was getting large, you know, percentages
1: of their support. Okay. Okay. So let me see if I can restate it. So not because you didn't state it well, just to make sure I understand it. Okay. I'm not, (laughs) you're saying that the mix of voters that came out by design, I think is your point, um, caused this to happen, caused people to move away, caused voters, the people who voted, who actually showed up at the the polls and sent things and sent their, their ballots in caused them uh, sh- caused a shift in the mix away from younger people and towards older people with the goal get it, goal being to get Biden elected the okay so is that right?
2: Yeah, I would say so there I mean okay. I think the actual goal was to try to sap some of the republican support for for Trump, which mm-hmm. makes sense to me, but it seems to me that it wasn't very successful or the people that they were aiming for have reclassified themselves as independents.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's the big question.
1: Yeah. Do you think that this was known by the Democratic I mean, do you think they they saw the hair on this when they made this decision or do you think that they were believing that Biden was going to be able to pull people all the way pull the ticket all the way through?
2: I think they believed it at the time, but you definitely heard in the like weeks coming up to the election like very nervous chatter about like especially about the latino vote because mm-hmm. Joe did actually uniquely badly with latino voters
1: now
2: um i don't know if you saw the the miami county thing
0: yeah miami
2: Dade. Uh, yeah he, he was like 19 points down from hillary's position
0: wow yeah. i did not
2: see that yeah among among i think it was that was just the f- county not even broken down by race
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's, I, you know, I see the coronavirus everywhere because I'm married to an epidemiologist and I was in healthcare. And so, and I, I'm infuriated by his incompetence, what I think is incompetence, and befuddled by the fact that he didn't take advantage of this um, to win. Uh, to take, yeah. I mean, when I say this, take advantage yeah. of the crisis to look at life that looked like he was at least attempting to lead and face a problem head on, even if he wasn't completely successful. But uh, for whatever reason, he didn't. He didn't do that. I don't know if he wasn't capable of doing it. I don't know if he didn't believe the advice he got. I can't believe that somebody didn't tell him like this is a golden opportunity. We just have to like button it up, and you know you're going to be you're going to be fine. I, I don't know. So I see it as I see it somehow as a referendum on uh, of Trump specifically on the coronavirus, and, and but people people embracing the stuff on the right. You're adding a layer of nuance which I didn't think about, which is that the mix of voters was intentionally shuffled by the, or shaped by the Democrats. And it had this effect of, uh, of having more of the voters embrace the down ballot Republicans while, while, you know, reducing support for Trump at the top.
0: Yeah. I think both of those are probably contributing factors. Indefinitely the, well, I would, I would agree with you on the referendum on Trump thing. Um, I really do think that is like the same kind of thing we're talking about with, uh, you know, Republican leaders kind of leaving Trump behind, too, is because it's like that is such an unsavory element, it seems, to a lot of these voters. And if they can get the same kind of results without having that,
2: yeah. you know, they'll they'll go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make an argument that they only lost this election because it was Trump
1: yeah that would be my, that would be my argument, and that Trump lost his election because he didn't see the opportunity that was offered to him by this you know national crisis
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, I wonder if if they would have let him if they were more in <clears throat> sort of in sync um,
1: I don't know I mean I don't know. <laughs> bless you yeah bless you <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> sorry it's like 65 here so the weather's been all over the place my allergies you
1: getting some you're getting some pollen or whatever things are growing i'm
2: gonna go get some to pull my nose i'll be right back
1: okay here this one's for billy uh, right on. this may be this may be a hand grenade uh do you think do you think bernie had any given what we've seen now if bernie had been the candidate do you think there's any chance that he could have beaten trump Or I shouldn't say any chance. That's not fair.
0: Yes. I I was thinking about this yesterday and I I was, you know, before uh, the election, I had my doubts, especially because of how he was already, you know, portrayed in the media. And uh, because there was a divided, he wouldn't have the full support of of the Democratic leaders and and that kind of network. Um, But I mean... Seeing some of the exit polls and seeing what people's uh support for certain things were for you know government run health insurance and everything like that it's surprisingly high and I think um, you know because of this rejection of Trump I still think that he would have won I think he would have won this uh, he's just infinitely more palatable than Trump but he's actually offering things that are you know exciting I think Biden had the side that was, he was not Trump and he was, you know, we're going to go back to a uh, kind of competent, you know, uh, respectful, you know, all this kind of stuff. We're going to go back to that kind of leader. Um, and, you know, that's just a kind of a freebie unless you are somebody who's, you know, you know, some kind yeah. of anti kind of, you know, in, in the way that Trump was kind of like, Anti teleprompter, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. he was actively trying not to be that kind of, uh, you know, traditional, you know, Compton leader or whatever. I guess uh, so manager yeah. speech and everything like that. So I really do think that um, Bernie had a much better chance than I like feared because of the media portrayal. I think the media would have warmed up to him because you know they they don't want Trump to win. Um, yeah. so I, I do think he would have won. I mean, seeing Joe win like this, I do think Bernie would have won.
1: You, so the idea would be that the, the old folks that didn't, that the, if the strategy using your framework, Bobby, is that the, is that the Democrats went after the centrist, independent, self-labeled, self-described independent, older folks to put Biden over the top versus Trump. Those people probably wouldn't, or a lot of those people probably would not have bit on Bernie. Some of them would just because the comparison is Bernie or Trump. Um, yeah. But you would buy what you would get is a a lot more enthusiasm um, from younger people and people that are you know the people who could see a real difference between.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially Latinos, like that would have yeah. been a huge, huge difference because their outreach was so much different. Like it really, you know they kind of gave up on that Biden campaign. Um, But I mean, beyond that, I I think you're very less, I mean, you're way less likely to lose these, you know, um, reliable voters. Like, I think that they would come around no matter what, even if they didn't like uh, Bernie. And I think that in the run up to this, there would be a lot of people, a lot of Democrats reassuring voters that uh, we're not going to let Bernie get too crazy. So, yeah. you know, I think right. there would have been enough to really kind of, you know, assuage people's fears and, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> Seeing this, I, I really do think he would have won. I mean, Trump is just, yeah. Especially Very after thinking of some of these results.
1: I just saw a an update on um, a live update on the New York Times. It says Joe Biden secures his election to the White House exactly forty-eight years to the day after he is first elected to the Senate. <laughs> huh. I suppose that's not that surprising, right? Because it's got to be within a few days after the election day. <laughs> that's probably so going to yeah. be a whole number of. You. That's ridiculous. What is, I thought that. Well, was, whatever. whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah,
2: okay. I mean. Now they're just. I, I so I did want to say one more thing. Uh, which is that I think making things a referendum on Trump is sort of uniquely bad for down ballot races because Joe Biden, I mean, he was like really, it seems like trying not to like say anything really um, about policy, you know, or anything like that at, at as much, um, So, I think that just sort of leads to, you know, you just have to deal with the Republican narrative of things, which is if you're bringing out old people and they're getting them really scared about what the Democrats are going to do, maybe those people are going to say, well, you know, maybe we should balance out things in the down ballot races. And Bernie offered an agenda. That's something that you need that support for. And so. You know, I don't know yeah. how much better or better if he would have done better in this part of it, but I think it makes sense that he would have.
1: Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, your your grandfather, my dad, is almost certainly one of the people who voted for Biden and but voted for Republicans down ballot. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. I don't know. And, we could yeah, ask him. No, that, that,
0: that sounds I, right from what you described, too. I mean, I, I can't imagine that. Well, I, I guess I, I do imagine there's a lot of people like that. I do
2: think, though, he, I mean, he lives in Orange County. You'd almost yeah. expect him to vote for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. He's concerned, you know, not, well, I haven't had a good, deep discussion with him. He's concerned, not necessarily that he, he, he says giveaways, but he doesn't, you know, his, when I p- pick at that a little bit, he's concerned that they don't work as well as you think they do. And there's a lot of unintended consequences. This is what he said, unintended consequences. And as a result, they're less effective than you think and more expensive than you think. And he said, not necessarily bad, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think we're going to need something, you know, I think we need like the coronavirus times three to really, to get, you know, if you want to get back to an FDR kind of situation where people are saying, okay. All right, it's clean slate. Let's you know, well, we gotta do something different because because this isn't working and there are people, you know. It needs to be oh, just now Biden wins Nevada. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Like, it should be that live one, streaming.
2: Yeah, I knew I knew that one was gonna go that no. way, but it, it almost didn't matter unless he also won Arizona.
1: Okay, now I just wanna remind you, my guess was two ninety. He's at two seventy-nine. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna go past my
0: Money. AP yep. says 290 now for me.
1: Does it really? So yeah. what did he so what did he do? Did he pick up Arizona also?
0: Uh um, um, yes.
1: I would put him at 290.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's they're calling it. It's at 90% reporting in AP.
1: That's just because they're exhausted. They've been up for a too yeah. long. They're like, ah, come on. We'll just sneak Arizona in there. No one will notice two eight, two seventy nine, two ninety, whatever. Anyways. Okay, so I'm gonna shift gears only slightly though, still election related. Um It'll be so. Good. I mean, I, we're going to have some legal stuff to talk about over the next few days, or maybe a week or two, or maybe even longer than that. But it'll be interesting to see what we talk about. When, well, I know what we're going to talk about. We're going to we're going to talk about how we're going to talk about Trump driving the bus for the last next couple of months, and then we'll have some. We'll have some material to hold Biden to, I suppose.
2: Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think once Trump makes his TV channel, we'll have some more stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, good point. Yeah, it's not like he's. It's not like he's moving to a different. You know. I know. Don't be sad. He's not going away. (laughs) I know. It could be better, actually. Right. It could be easier. Good part without the bad part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At least for four years, and then we'll see what. I was
0: going to say. What are the chances of a junior? You're joking about junior? Are you talking about, about Trump, Trump coming Jr.? back for yeah,
1: 2024? Yeah. Do you think Trump's going to come back in four years, or do you think Junior's going to come back for come in four years? I Dude, don't
0: think no one's going to vote has. for Donald yeah, Trump, yeah. Trump Jr. I don't think mm-hmm. even, even Trump a, a loser, loser. Loyalist, like okay, most stop supporters. Stop.
1: Like him. <laughs> okay, everybody, stop because I want to get a clean, I want to get a clean recording of this. Bobby, what did you just say?
2: I said no one's going to vote for Donald Trump
0: Jr. He's a total loser
1: okay billy any comments i want to get a clean one of this too
0: pretty much that in the same you know the same idea different words
1: Uh, that's nice you're you're the one who's going to be the politician you just said you just agreed without anybody knowing whether or not you agreed (laughs) that's great yeah i don't
0: think that even donald trump's like most loyal supporters really like him nearly as much um And he kind of gives off like these trying too hard vibes, which is like totally the antithesis of Trump's deal.
1: Okay. Maybe not four years, but just remember W, you know, W was elected and was more successful than his father was. Now there was a, there was a period, a long period of time between then. Right. So. Yeah.
2: electorally, Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you can look at, at, you know, HR's, uh, career and i would say he he had a lot more wins under his belt but um he didn't get
1: reelected, though.
2: yeah most of well he did most of his good stuff before he won the presidency and yeah, then good point i mean you can kind of say bush is also his achievement uh w's is his oh, achievement
1: I see.
0: Well.
1: <clears throat> that's the uh, that's the amway you know pyramid scheme kind of approach he gets he, it, senior gets a d- uh, w's credit huh or he gets credit for what w did
2: no not for what he did but he gets credit for i think for helping i mean i don't know if he would have been if they would have done all that stuff to make sure that w won in 2000 if his dad were in hr
1: oh i agree with that completely that's so
2: weird and i mean you know he had a he had a, a long career before he was president man he there's there's some pictures of him with every president you know in his life hr you mean yeah up to that point yeah.
1: yeah he was he was what he was like the diplomat the ambassador to china and uh, he he ran yeah. the cia for a while and yeah he exactly. did a bunch of
2: stuff. that's 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 what i'm zoning in on is the cia history okay
1: all right so i'm going to shift gears now uh 538's predictions were off so i looked at I looked at their state by state predictions, OK, for the vote, you know, for the percentage that each that that Biden and Trump were going to get. And, you know, they had they had all all in at the national level at the, you know, their final prediction was that Biden would be ahead by eight points. And, it you know, Biden's going to be ahead by, I don't know, two points or three points, maybe something Probably like three, that once everything's yep. counted. Right. So that's 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 about right because when you look at so if you look at each state and look at the margin for Biden right and add them all up the I mean the actuals based on where we are today and compare them to the forecast the the forecast is off by about 5% overall which makes sense because the national we just said the national one's off by 5%. So each state has a has a Predict, predicted margin for Biden, and then each state has the actual margin for Biden. Right? Mm. In in forty seven of the fifty states, 538's model overestimated Biden's performance. Forty seven out of fifty. Yep. yep. That's a pretty big bias. I don't know how you. I don't know how you just say that's some kind of error. It seems like it's systemically wrong in one direction. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really don't know how you do it. I mean, you get such a small kind of percentage of the actual population that respond to these things. And then you, you know, you kind of can't really, I don't know, you can't be sure of, of how good of the representative, you know,
1: well, it's a good question there. So if if it was just random, you should expect half of the states you would be high on and half of the states you'd be low on, right? On average, you'd be about right, but on any one state, you could have a lot of noise. So the small sample is potentially a problem, but it's only, a, the, the bias only comes in if if you're tending to get people who say they're going to vote for Biden, but don't actually vote for Biden, or you're not contacting you're not able to get a hold of people who vote for Trump. You get what I mean? In other words, there's some yeah. kind of bias built into this thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: What do you think it is? I mean, some people say there's a shy Trump effect, that people are actually going to vote for Trump, but they don't want to say it. And other people are saying like,
0: um, it's it's like this anti-kind of establishment kind of thing. It's like answering polls; it doesn't seem like as appealing to what I imagine like a Trump voter was attracted to uh, as opposed to like, you know, somebody who'd be like a self-described political junkie. You know what I mean? Who that seems like more of a Democrat kind of hobbyist kind of thing, not even hobbyist thing, Mm -hmm. but it's just like
1: more intentional. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In my mind, when I think of the person who's most likely to answer a poll and be excited about, you know, earnestly responding to a poll, I think of, you know, "quote unquote" political junkies that are like moderate, uh, you know, liberals. Yeah.
1: Do you? I'm going to give you a th- maybe three different explanations. Not not that they're real explanations, possible explanations. So one is, there are people who are, they they know they're going to vote for Trump, but they don't want to admit it. So those that's the shy Trump voter theory. Right there's the theory that um trump supporters are mischievous and they 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 wouldn't it's not that they're shy about you know voting for trump they're just going to lie to throw to throw sand in the gears of the polling thing right sure. so that's the that's the mischievous trump supporter and then there's probably more n- you know nurk nurk wonky wonk Kind of stuff, which is that you have to take the registered voters and try to, or the people that you, the people that you um, poll, that you survey, and then you have to try to figure out which of them would actually show up to vote, and that's the whole, you know, that goes from the registered voters to the likely voters thing, and it's super complicated to figure out. I think it's super complicated to figure out because you have to figure out actually, you know, who 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 would listen to a poll, uh, who would respond to a poll, and then how likely are they. Or, you know to actually show up, and then who would not respond to your poll? How are they going to vote, and will they show up? Like it's to me, it seems like there's a pretty big inference problem. And on top of it, this year you have to do it in the midst of a an epidemic that's actually growing, while you're doing the polling, and then yeah. is 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 you know really coming to some kind of crescendo as the election is happening. It seems like it's really difficult to do. But that third one. I'm not sure how that introduces a bias in the results for Biden. In other words, it, it's saying that Biden's going to do better than Biden actually did. I just don't, I don't maybe I don't know enough about it. But any thoughts about which of those three it would be any way to think that through?
2: Man, I don't know. Think um, hardly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think part of it is just a systemic, like in terms of it's just some procedural problem and how they poll people because i i don't really buy the like they're intentionally trying to screw up the polls seems unlikely to me too yeah like that like what where's the coordination for that i've never even heard anyone talk about that um and so you know the shy trump thing that might be a real thing i can't really say one way or another it makes a slight amount of sense But, you know, it's like you can't really say one way or the other for that. Um,
1: You know, one way to know, I mean, one way to get some insight, you wouldn't know, but it would be to look at the differences between live interview polling and automated polling. Right. Because I don't think you'd necessarily be shy telling a computer, you know, if it says press one, if you vote for Trump, press two, if you'd vote for you know, if you vote for Biden or whatever in other words just saying it to a saying it to a computer or a robot is not the same as talking to somebody on the phone and saying yeah i'm yeah. like you do you think you would see some some delta there some difference but i don't know i'm sure i'm sure people are working there i can guarantee you this there are going to be people that are Trying to try to figure this out because yeah. this seems yeah. this yeah. seems wrong and I, and I think they were wrong on the I believe they're wrong on the um, on the House of Representatives stuff too I'm I'm guessing in part because they they probably these models are all all talk to each other yeah. <laughs> behind their backs they talk to each other no I mean what that means is if it conditioned on Biden winning I'm I'm sure they assumed that that meant that in general there would be this you know straight ticket sort of thing which clearly didn't happen. Or didn't happen to the degree they thought it was going to happen.
2: Yeah, there's there's some level of precedent and expected effects built into all these methodologies, and for sure, like that's I think why I wasn't until they started counting votes. I didn't really care about what five thirty eight was saying because that is like it, it's so complicated at that point that like how are you supposed to take that information? And do anything other than just eat it at face value, you know. Well, uh, I mean,
1: th- my guess was so I took all the state level predictions and subtracted four from from it, and that's I mean, that's how I ended up with where I ended. Up. And I was, I just I wasn't, you know, I wasn't enthusiastic enough. I should have subtracted five. If I'd subtracted five, I would have been yeah. on average pretty close. But Steve, look at that. That's that's
2: that's extremely simple in terms of like this this kind of thing. All these like polling methodologies like especially like 538 where it's like a probability based thing not even like yeah. here's what the polls say yeah is you're just separating yourself from the actual facts of what's going on and you know the the thing is that we're looking for an interpretation but in getting there you're separating yourself from doing the sort of reasoning yourself and just kind of giving it to these guys, which I think the, this is the probably the problem. The more you do that, the more the error is apparent.
1: I don't, you know, it's really tough. I mean, I I don't know. There's some failure there. It's not like I'm not sure I would have bet a lot of money on subtracting four from their estimates. I was just guessing that there's something going on that they didn't quite adjust for, but that's a total yeah. wild that's an you know, pull it out of my armpit kind of kind of guess. I think the advantage i think what nate silver and his crew try to do is they try to remove any kind of you know desire for what for the outcome they want from the assessment of what's likely to happen and i don't know if that's you know, that's you know that's not relevant to what they're doing or, you know, it's causing them to, to ignore some other, some other things, but clearly there's something going, it's to me, it seems clear. It's 47 out of 50 States, you know, your error is one direction and three States. The error leans the other direction. That seems like that's not random. There's something, there's something they haven't captured. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they're ever going to be able to figure it out because, you know, when's the next time we're going to have a pandemic and a, and a president that, you know, acts this way i mean it's just like off you know like you said these are all based on precedents and past data and this guy is you know he doesn't fit in with past data nor nor does this situation fit in with the past data you know i i don't know how they would know whether there's something wrong with their their models or this is just one of those things that you can't you know you can't model i don't know
0: yeah it's pretty crazy
1: they could have asked us they would have gotten closer
2: Yeah, that's the You guys got really close. You have to explain your, like, we can't really explain why we think that. We're just like, oh, well, the polls say this, and we're just going to handicap it a little bit. No,
1: we're like neural networks. (laughs) The neural networks can't explain why they do it. No one can not figure out what's going on in a neural network. I mean, we're just like, we're like two neurons, you and I. Put our brains together, it's two neurons. (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs) There's your your network, pal. Thank you. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) um, I guess what I'm saying is that there's probably like you can point to well this data points informing this and this data points informing that with like those models because it's a model and we're just kind of going off feel yeah based on i mean it is it is similar because it is basing it off of our experiences but i don't know i mean i i think that's really the problem is that we're basically just guessing based on what we've seen in the past and we're doing better than this you know apparently like trying to be predictive system
1: yeah i so, mean all i was doing i mean all i was doing is guessing that there was a bias in the 538 models which happened to be right but i don't you know like but like that's, that's, one on that's one time that's one out of
2: once you know sorry sorry that's that's based on a past experience though too true because we saw this last time
1: true and i guess maybe i wouldn't have been so disappointed if it had been a blowout i you know, i maybe there's lots of stuff like Cognitively and emotionally and whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. You
1: you guys ready for some fun?
0: Sure. Sure.
1: You are. You know what? You know what this means?
2: Is it quiz time? Uh huh.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Hmm. That music. That music means it's time for. mm, That tastes a little gamey. Okay. Very nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Production value. Thank you. I've I've learned that if I can throw this stuff in here while we're talking, I don't have to do it afterwards. It's faster. <laughs> so I was listening to one of our earlier game show game, whatever quizzes, and I think I have been completely like wrong. I think I I think I missed a point that billy was supposed to get i think billy was supposed to pick something when he didn't i think you guys knew it just based on your voices and you guys were so relaxed no it's relax. almost like this doesn't matter to you
0: <laughs> i definitely don't remember that I, okay. it's, you know.
1: all right bill you're gonna pick this is how it's gonna work billy's gonna pick which category then Bobby, uh, then Billy will get the first question and Bobby get the second question. There's no pickups, right? So you don't, don't try to answer somebody else's question because there's like, somewhere there's only two answers, you know, true, false or something like that. Okay. Okay. All right. One point a piece and then we'll just alternate who gets to go. Okay. Here are your categories, Billy. You don't call, you don't write. Something's missing. Frame that tune, the Venn diagram between music and current events. Her suit is too tight. Questions about facial hair. Innocent until proven guilty pleasures, pop culture goes low to mid-brow, and science friction, that's sciencey y stuff.
0: Uh, let's do innocent for proven guilty.
1: Okay. What? Innocent until proven guilty pleasures, pop culture goes low to midbrow. Okay. Here it is. Let me see if I, I can do this without my glasses. Scottish actor Sean Connery. Passed away this week. His first wife accused him of physical abuse, and he himself has allegedly said some pretty disgusting things about men using force against women. So enough about him. We'll talk instead about James Bond. Okay. Bill, within two, in either direction, how many films featuring James Bond have been produced to date, including the latest installment, No Time to Die, which has not yet been released? 24.
0: Whoa. Right on. Wow.
1: Nice. 25.
2: Awesome. Very nice.
1: Okay. That's one for Billy. I'm going to write this down now because if Billy took a turn.
2: Man, I would not have gotten that.
1: And Billy got a win. Okay. That's one point for Billy. Okay. Bobby. Second question from innocent until proven guilty pleasures. Within $100 million, either way, how much did MGM want from streaming companies for a 12 month license to the installment No Time to Die? That's the one that's sitting waiting for us to go back to the movie theaters or not. Within
2: $1 Within million.
1: 100 million.
2: Oh, 100 million. Okay.
1: Either wow. way, how much did they want from streaming companies for a 12 month license?
2: Man. I'm going to say it's 600 million.
1: Whoa. Hey. That's almost that's like right on. No one really knows. They said between six fifty to seven hundred. Wow. Okay, okay. Wow, cool. And so that's one for Bob, one for Planner, and one for Bob. We're tied up. It says that uh reports say that the studio is racking up interest payments on this film of one million dollars per month while waiting for a solution.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. Those are pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they yeah they spent the money and now they're just waiting to get some of it back. Okay, Bobby, your your turn to pick a category. You don't call, you don't write. And we're done with we're done with innocent until proven guilty pleasures. That's uh, something's missing. Frame that tune. That's the Venn diagram between music and current events. Her suit is too tight. Facial hair or science friction.
2: Science friction.
1: Science friction. Okay, there's there's a word that has been in the news lately. Tokamuk, Takamuk, Takamak. Polka-mak. Tokamak, 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 Polka-mak. Tokamak is the word, Tokamak. So here's the question, is a Tokamak is a Tokamak, a <laughs> containment vessel <laughs> for creating fusion or is a, Tokamak, a newly discovered organ in the human brain?
2: Oh man! Uh,
1: Would you like me to repeat the word?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for fun. I know I got it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say a containment vessel. I don't know.
1: Wow, that's right. You're absolutely right. It's a containment vessel for uh, for creating fusion. Okay, Billy gets the follow-up question. That's one for Bobby. Okay, two to one, Billy. Fusion is the process which releases enormous amounts of energy when two atoms are forced together. Typically, what element is used in a fusion reaction? Hydrogen or argon?
0: Uh, Hydrogen, right?
1: That's right. Hydrogen. Okay. All right. That's good. It's tied up. You guys are doing great. Uh, That's science friction. Billy, you're left with... You don't call, you don't write. Something's missing. Frame that tune, Venn diagram between music, current events, and her suit is too tight. Questions about facial hair.
0: Uh, you don't call, you don't write.
1: You don't call, you don't write. Lockdowns in the time of coronavirus have increased interest in several indoor pastimes, including jigsaw puzzles. One of the most frustrating and frequent ways a jigsaw puzzle ends is when you discover that a piece is missing. In what century were jigsaw puzzles first made? The 16th century the 17th century, or the 18th century?
0: I'm going to have to say 16th.
1: Okay, your answer is the 16th. Sorry. I was surprised it wasn't earlier than that. Man, that's a really loud buzzer, too. Yeah, it is a bit loud. Okay, the 16th. uh, Sorry, what did you say, 16th century? The answer is the 18th century. Yeah, that's the 1700s. In case you didn't know, the engraver and yeah. cartographer John Spilsbury of London is believed to have produced the first jigsaw puzzle around 1760 using wow. a marquetry saw. Early jigsaws, known as dissections, were produced by mounting maps on sheets of hardwood and cutting along national boundaries, creating a puzzle useful for teaching geography. That's, That's so, so cool. cool! I had no idea.
0: Yeah. Okay. I really- I would have thought that they would have been even earlier. I would have thought in like maybe 1300s they had like wooden kind of jigsaw kind of stuff.
1: That's what I would have thought too. I don't know. It seems late, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay, Bob, your chance to take over the lead. It's tied at 2-2. A modern deck of playing cards includes two jokers. Most card games don't rely on the jokers. They're used in case another card goes missing. Hence the connection to this, you don't call, you don't write. Or in, or if the car's damaged. When were playing cards, not necessarily American ones, but the earliest, believed to be first produced? During the ninth century, the 10th century, or the 11th century?
2: Damn. Um, I'm going to say 10th century.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Carl. The answer is the ninth century. Bam. Playing cards... Playing cards may have been invented during the Tang Dynasty around the ninth century A.D.
2: That makes as, sense. yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, as a result of the usage of woodblock printing technology.
0: Very cool. And What was the invented. qualifier for that? Was Pardon just me? playing cards is or was playing it playing
1: cards? Right? They're not really sure. They're not really sure what. It, so it turns out that playing cards they may have played with like pieces of paper from a book. Okay. But they were they were playing with you know they're like using them in a game like you would right, and then right. they and then they then they. Apparently made cards specifically to play with using woodblock technology, as said, and uh, invented by a woman. I think that's what they said. Playing Very the cool. leaf, playing the leaf game in eight sixty eight with members of the Wei clan, the family of her the princess's husband, the leaf game.
0: That's so princess cool. Tong
1: Chang. Okay, so it's still tied at two two. Billy, you get to pick. You're left with her suit is too tight or frame that tune.
0: Uh, her suit is too tight.
1: I'm not to make sure I've got the... I just I just realized I may not have the sound effect that I know. Okay, her suit is too oh, tight. No. no, no, I know. i terrible. You won't have to hear a sound effect. <laughs> uh, let me just check here. I am gonna have to, I'm going to have to load this up real quick. Hang on a second. This is not for her suit is too tight. Uh, do, 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 right on. Do, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> one, because I know music. we're going to... We're going to eventually need it. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. What happened here? Man. Uh, stand by. Don't get all jumpy.
0: I was I was trying to think of something to say so we don't have, you know, some dead air. Dead air?
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Pursuit is too tight. you ready? I am ready. It's Billy. The World Beard and Mustache Championship holds competitions every other year on odd years, which I guess makes sense. The competitions have three brackets, mustache, partial beard, and full beard. Within each bracket, there are multiple categories in which people compete. For example, one of the partial beard categories is the Fu Manchu.
0: Okay. okay? Respected All right, so here's your
1: tradition. question. Pardon me?
0: Res- uh, respected tradition.
1: Yeah. How many categories are in the mustache bracket? And to, you have to be exact. You have to get it exactly right.
0: Oh, um, unless, uh, three.
1: The answer mm. is the answer is six. Natural wow. English, Dolly Imperial, Hungarian, and Freestyle. <laughs> wow. Okay, I've seen Dolly. It's right?
2: Sorry, I've seen the Freestyle ones. I think are uh, pretty well-known like old um sort of image macros like the people would post online um oh, sure Just any yeah, crazy. their mustache and beard like made into like an octopus or something right right oh right the
0: very kind of over the top stuff
1: yeah that's pretty attractive <laughs> hmm. i mean unless you're trying i guess i mean if you're hitting on another uh, an octopus it might work i don't know okay Bobby, this goes to you. Your chance to take the lead. How many categories are in the partial beard category? Oh, partial. Fu Manchu choose one of them, so you know it's at least one.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, so the foom and is one category, huh? That's okay. No, no, yeah, that's that, goes...
1: sorry. In the uh, yes, I'm sorry. In the in the partial beard bracket. Sorry, there are three brackets: mustaches, partial beard, full beard. Right. Within each bracket is a category. There were six categories in the mustache bracket. There are six categories. Sorry, there are... Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> name two of the categories in the in the partial... I just told you there are six. Oh, okay. Name two of them. Name two categories in the partial beard category, not including the Fu Manchu, since I already told you that one. Okay. Or you can name three and, well, and include Fu Manchu. I'm going to
2: guess that one of them is freestyle uh <laughs> um okay that's the good. other one let's say mutton chops i don't know i don't know if that counts
1: okay you're, you're extremely close i'm going to give you the wrong answer though here it is there's the the goatee natural the musketeer hmm. the fu manchu the goatee freestyle but that's not that's not freestyle The imperial partial beard slash Kaiser beard. And then there's the partial beard freestyle and sideburns. So I would put mutton chops in with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're tied at two to two. And the final category is frame that tune. Here's your music. Jump in if you know the song. I don't. That's the karaoke version, so we don't get in trouble. I mean, we probably get in okay. trouble. Is this... Do you know this, Billy?
0: Hold on. Mm, no. Hold on.
1: Yeah, let's try a different version. Here we go. You ready? Okay. We get in trouble. We'll cut this out and just say what we're playing.
2: Okay. Um, I can't place it.
0: Georgia.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Georgia. Georgia. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here we go. All right. Georgia. Uh, obviously, uh, a, um, uh, a shout out to the state that we're waiting to hear from. Although now it's kind of, I guess it doesn't matter too much. Uh, <laughs> wow. It, it's Billy's. I mean, in terms of elections, that's all. Right. Now. Right. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Billy, this one's to you. This is to take the lead. The question is how many electoral votes does Georgia have? Um, within two, uh, is it 16? 16 is exactly, okay. yeah, definitely
0: been helping, you know, helpful yeah. to actually been looking at this for the best. One That's
1: okay, <laughs> you got lucky. Okay, very talented. All right, okay, all right, <laughs> enough, 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 enough. Okay. there we go. Okay, Bobby. This is to bring it in as a tie. I don't have a tiebreaker question, so if you tie, you tie. California is known as the Golden State. Missouri is known as the Show Me State. What is the nickname of Georgia?
2: Oh, um,
1: crap! I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Did you get it?
0: I didn't well, hear want
1: anything. Let say it out loud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, is okay to give him a hint yeah
0: of course
1: it's a it's a type of fruit
2: oh uh well i guess i have to say peach then yeah peach is
1: correct yeah, that's yeah, right nice. good job okay that's it you guys did great it's tied three to three so that's very great. nice today's today's uh game show was a draw nicely done boys
2: we'll all spot for out. each other
1: uh-huh. That's another addition. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> tastes a little good. Yeah. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank I you. Love it. All right. Thank you. That's another one. What are you guys doing today?
0: Well, I'm uh, about to render out this final version of this uh, treehouse thing. This is sweet, to
1: sweet. Give a little shout out to your to your your Twitter account.
0: Oh, add Gobo three D. G o
1: b o three D. That's right. Right. But, okay, that sounds great. I want to see it.
0: Yeah, it should be done just as as soon as I'm done rendering.
1: Fantastic, Bobby. You're you at the day off. Are you doing you have chores or can you like kick back?
0: Oh, probably a little bit of both.
2: I don't like to to do all of them on one day because I just, you know, I get lazy. (laughs)
1: That's a different kind of lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered, we ordered pizza from the local, you know, pizza guy. Yeah. Uh, Because we're trying to help. Well, because, you know, we like because it's pizza and uh, (laughs) french fries. (laughs) So I told him, I asked him if he could please slice the pizza because we're lazy. (laughs) <laughs> that's lazy when you can't slice your own pizza that's lazy anyways man i am missing that that uh when
2: we had the pizza from the oven oh
1: oh yeah you know i was just talking to gina about that today we just haven't had i mean we've had zero visitors right since yeah. march probably yeah. maybe February, march something like that zero visitors which is like you know we usually have 60 or almost 70 people coming between you know between march and now
0: yeah wow, we, always
1: have, we always have pizza parties but and it's a little bit of a production to get the pizza oven up and to put you know get all the toppings prepared and all that kind of stuff so for two people it's kind of like mm. but today yeah. i walked by the pizza oven and i thought oh man you know during like in, on a fall day at lunchtime get out there in the morning and fire the thing up and then
0: mm. Mm. yeah yeah those are good. And, those
1: are Yeah, it makes me think of you guys. I really do miss you. I mean, every time I walk around, I... Yeah, man. It's been a long time. It sure has. it's been way
0: too long. Hopefully this can all come to an end soon.
1: Yeah. I think we'll get there, but I just don't know. I mean, you know, it'll be next year probably. That's okay. We have to get through the winter.
0: Yeah, hopefully we start hearing good news about vaccines and everything pretty soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, they said they said as soon as the election's over and Biden's elected, that all of a sudden no one will talk about coronavirus <laughs> anymore. It's been true for a week, so are almost true, except for, <laughs> well, those, yeah. except for all those cases and dead people.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: no, well, yeah. Well, I think we'll get there. I just got to be patient and and you know stay safe and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, boys. Well, All love right.
0: You. Love you.
1: Thanks for the thanks for the talk. Thanks for helping me think things through. I really appreciate it. it
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't really have much to kind of contribute to the whole electoral kind of um shakeout. But yeah. Well, I'm, okay. I'm glad to finally kind of at least get some of this stuff off the mind. Even yeah. though, you know, it hasn't been too bad. But
1: well. yeah. All right. Well, as they say here in Italy, Avanti, which is like forward.
0: Right, right, right. (laughs)
1: Yeah. People, how they're doing and they they move their hand like (laughs) but instead of saying so, so they say Avanti, sempre Avanti. Like just keep moving. They just figure as long as they're moving nothing, they're not, you know, they're not dead. Everything's still working. I don't know. That's a good outlook. It's not a bad, not a bad thought, you know. We have that that super steep driveway and every day it's like, oh, man, this never gets any easier. But, you know, if you walk it, if you walk it one day, it's likely you'll be able to walk it the next day. Just keep doing that pretty soon. You're like 90 and you're walking up the driveway and you're saying, oh, it never gets easier. You know, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's right. There's a certain country wisdom to the 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 out here. all right okay boys you guys have a good day i miss you
0: miss you too you guys too i'm proud of both of you thank you so much
1: okay you guys take care
0: all right you too love you talk
1: soon well we're gonna talk on tuesday yeah tuesday all right right on i'll talk to you tomorrow talking to you tomorrow billy okay (laughs) (laughs) okay love you guys bye all
0: right love you bye see ya